Anita is doing a chest popping <laughs> exercise, dancing over there. I don't tell know. Her to pump it up. There pump, we go. Pump it yeah, up. Pump it up. I mean, her, chest working. Her sweater is very like it pumped up. It is so cute. It's bright I magenta. wanted to tell you, it's what? a little cardi. This? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know. I, this, this is like whole thing. I know. <laughs> We're kind of wishing that we had a lipstick in that color now, aren't we? It's super feminine. I've never seen you really dressed like that. Normally, you're in really like muted colors. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm usually Kurt Cobain. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> As somebody we know in this room might have said. Maybe that. Yeah. You know what? I just take it as like, yeah, Kurt Cobain. Like, I think it's, it's a bad. Yeah, at least I'm not calling you Courtney Love, okay? No. Yeah. This is like the Courtney Love when she, like, like what? When she straightened up and stopped doing drugs for that month. A cardigan for that will get anyone together. <laughs> oh That's the my truth. Lord. You know, when she put makeup on? Yeah. Look, yeah. Anyway. I think I, no, I don't actually know. I, I remember the makeup, but it's usually streaming down her face. Um, all right. So welcome to the Snow Beach. Yeah. Hey, y'all. So we are in, you know, cruising towards the middle of October. Yeah. And Owen did some strange thing. No, because we never say who we are. So oh, it's right. Owen no. Mandanas. Dr. Cameron O'Connell. Zanita Stetsonova, Whee! the funny one. <laughs> Still on that. Hope your mom can hear me. I hope my mom can hear you can too. Can you hear me? <laughs> I told my my mom told me that she was a big Zanita fan. You wanted to hear her more. And I love that so much. <laughs> like I love you too. She didn't say I. You're I'm your number one fan. She says I like Zanita a lot. I mean I like Owen too, but I really like Zanita. <laughs> okay, I have to tell you guys something. Growing up, I was the one that like everyone's parents love me. Yeah. So just letting oh you know God. that just kind of comes with the territory. Of course it does. <laughs> Look at her face. Boom. She knows it. It's true. Number one mom, Everyone number one loves fan, Anita. number one everything it's totally here. true. All right. So let's talk a little What's bit about girls? whatever we want because it's the BS section. So what's on your mind, people, other than the fact that you're like, <laughs> that your little thing will not stay up for you today. Let's see. What's on my mine's, mind? I'm going to tell you mine because mine's super quick. I just had more hockey and more hockey. So I'm done. That's my weekend. And more hockey? How do you feel about that? More yeah. hockey? Actually, uh, you also brought your husband over here to laser his hand. He d- that's true. Is that what we want to talk about? He has this like weird thing on his <laughs> hand because he wears gloves all the time. This will be the nurse. only episode he watches. Or listens, listens to. to right? Yeah. <laughs> Oh, great. You no, added me for my he, eczema. Perfect. So I have this awesome laser that does photobiomodulation, which is laser therapy, light therapy. Mm-hmm. And it, um, for all you Krebs cycle people Whee! out there, it is takes your mitochondria and produces more ATP. Take that. Yeah. So um, <laughs> anyway, it, it really does. It helps things heal faster. So he's been on and off. You know, doing this in yeah. his hand, and it's very cool. And the laser's cool. And I got mauled by Frank, so yeah. that was fun. She oh my Frank gosh! Here. Yeah, Frank right. is her dog. Just mm-hmm. yeah, yep. he's big. Yeah, no. Random well, man named Frank day. is not mauled. <laughs> <laughs> the other day, actually, Owen called, uh, phoned me, and she was just getting home, and Frank like totally attacked her, and she's yeah. all like screaming, "Frank, Frank, my <laughs> he jacket! He's tearing my jacket!" So we didn't have a dog for like, uh, you know, two years. And then my kids became teenagers. And I'm like, it's this story of be careful what you wish for. Because I was like, we need to get a dog so someone will be excited that I get home. And then he's so excited. She had to get the phone. She couldn't even handle it. She couldn't get Frank under control. He just is so excited when I get home. Oh like my gosh. so, like he wants me to like you know rub his haunches and like yeah. he's aggressive know. too. I'm sure yeah. he's and all he, pushing he just on you. Pushes his booty uh-huh. into me and he's like rub me and then yeah. So that I have to do that when I get home. 
You're, are you telling me your husband doesn't do that? Run up and push his booty in you? No. Okay. Just That's... my dog. Oh. Anyway, so I didn't think I had anything to talk about about hockey, but apparently I did. Yeah. So, we drug it out of her. Anyway, that's me. How, How about, about you, plant-based mama? Gosh, well, it's October, so you know what that means at my house. It's all about Halloween. Nikolai. Yes. <laughs> Nikolai is obsessed. So, um, Child after my own heart. <laughs> on Saturday, we went to Spirit Halloween. I saw that. Okay, so I texted you guys about that. Did you get the value pack? The I feel like thing? I threw away uh, my value pack. Really? Yeah. There's a Spirit Holiday 25, you guys all, that you should see their face. They all look so guilty. Because I'm pretty sure. Like, I think I threw it away. Which is sad because usually it's kicking around the house for like a month. Right. And exactly. I just saw it and I was like trash. There's a little 25% disc, uh, coupon in there. So we took Nicoletta Spirit Path, nice. Spirit Holiday, Spirit Path. No, that's spirit path. <laughs> Maybe not spirit path. Because <laughs> that's where I hang out. That's uh, Nikolai's um, natural path. But, um, and so we hung out there and got some um, decorations for the house. And then um, after that, when it got uh, a bit darker, there's a gentleman that lives off of Boniface that has totally, him and his wife, have totally decked out their yard. Like in all, like have they have all these little Halloween displays. They're interactive. Oh, and they fun. encourage people to come in the yard. So we went there and did that. And it was so much fun. Fun. 6701 East 16th Avenue. Go check it out. Wow. That's a memory. <laughs> it's numbers. It's from working at Nordstrom's. I even still remember some UPC codes. It's pretty insane. Get out. I know. That no, is pretty Alaskans, insane. There are a lot of Alaskans into their Halloween decorations. Yeah. Oh. We used to go to Eagle River and to see our friends to trick or treat because we live in this really sparse neighborhood a not waste. a lot of <laughs> well, we don't live in a neighborhood that was trick-or-treaty so we would go to eagle river sometimes because they give out the big candy bars oh. and, uh, oh. but, the, but this neighborhood we go to every yard was like trying to outdo each other so I you gotta that. find those yards you know the irony of being down in california where i was in santa rosa where true north anyway is situated it's right next to this main street. And I want to say it's McDonald Street. And it's got all these old Victorian houses. And there's actually some um, fraternities on there. They've taken over <laughs> these giant houses with columns. These guys go all out. Yeah. Like, a, you oh. know, skeletons that move and pretend right. they're a band it's and giant so spiders. Cool. And people, same thing. They'd hand out, like, a candy bar with a dollar bill. Yeah. Like, yeah. the entire, I mean, the, and the street was Right, wall to wall people. I love that. Yep, and, and big redwoods and the whole yards. In Alaska, like sometimes it's snowing here. Yep. Did I already bring this up? Like we would get my kids would get Klondike bars <laughs> for Halloween. <laughs> oh, how Alaskan cream. is that? That's I know. Perfect, actually. I, the colder it gets, though, the more us Alaskans want ice cream. It's weird. Yeah, um, I don't get it. Oh, something that I did on Sunday. So of course I meal prep, but you know what I made first time? What? Vegan clam chowder. Have you, you made it? That? No. It yeah, was I saw that so good. I was like, what? I know. You didn't say anything. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did. I said, that sounds I good. I thought about it. <laughs> Messing with you. No, you guys, it legit tastes like um, clam chowder. It's Nora Cook's recipe. Ooh, and I believe I trust you love her. I do. I'm, a, I'm kind of obsessed. I know. Yeah. I trust anything that she does. So you got to try it. It sounds good. I've yeah. got a new obsession. What'd you do? What's up? Well, no, I mean, I made some black bean soup for tonight, and I've definitely made some, um, you know, anyway, I've made a lot of food this weekend, but we, I'm kind of into you in a long time. Uh, <laughs> clean food, dirty girl. Have you seen that website? I, you, you did post something that I also didn't comment on that. <laughs> yeah. You, it was on my group text. <laughs> That's amazing, isn't it? Like, wow. anyway, she's got some, um, 
some naturopathic doctor friends of mine got a hold of me and said, you got to check out this oh thing gosh. out because this woman has the best uh, subscription service where she my gives you meals and, and there's no oil and there's no, and, and people love oh, this it. This is what it I need. Amazing. So really? I'm trying out some recipes. I'm doing a mushroom masala tonight. <gasps> what kind of mushrooms? Um, just the little like Crim- creminis yeah. from uh, Costco, uh-huh. truthfully, that one of the, we got they one of the, the organic things. ones yeah. though. Yep. I know. So I'm going to town tonight. Um, so yeah, Corey and I, it was a super quiet weekend. It was just... super quiet. Well, I didn't hear from you. I was like, where yeah. is Cameron? Yeah, that's true. We have a big project we're working on for his, anyway, Ooh, fun. from like the California property. So yeah. Yeah. secret project. Tops. time. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's almost one of those things you don't want to say out loud because then it probably won't come true. No, I know. Exactly. Like Wait until it happens. Well, no, no, no. I say it out loud to manifest. Okay. Right? <laughs> sure. Say it, go, you Say it Sing it, Cobain. What is it? <laughs> let it out. I'm sure we can have a good riff. Shout. Shout. Oh, no. Let it Wait, out. That is, that is not. <laughs> that is completely not, not grunge. <laughs> <laughs> You're way you off on it. I'm rejecting <laughs> it was you. It was like, That <laughs> was it. <laughs> oh, boy. So, is that Tears that's for te- Fears? That is Tears for Fears. That okay. is yeah. So I am more 80s than grunge. Sue me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But if you are oh, also a psych fan, which we decided to be, we're psych fans. There's an episode of Tears for Fears, by the way. Oh, I do. I do I know, know that. I know it. So, yeah. anyway. But I'm the 80s. I'm all 80s. Well, I you mean, rejected that. sweater. Because that you... was all 90s. <laughs> her sweater is straight from the 80s. Right? Yeah. It crawled See? out, shook itself off, and walked in the door. Oh, man. All right. Always anyway, spicy guys, today. She is. Totally spicy. <laughs> yeah. Caliente. But she uh, got some slippy soup from Zanita, so it's going to be a kick in the Oh I'm my psyched. gosh. So you guys remember, Owen had never tried split pea soup, so we've, we're going to fix that. Yeah. Yep. My secret to split pea soup is adding fresh dill to it. Ooh. I'm telling you, it takes that cafeteria. I'm going to have to take that, Owen. Um, <laughs> it takes that cafeteria split pea up a notch. There yeah. we go. Elevation. Mm. Elevation. All about it, guys. I don't know why I'm thinking it, but before we go, did you guys see Wicked or listen to the soundtrack? No, because I'm just thinking Wicked. The the I saw it when musical. they performed in you're yeah, totally because I'm thinking how popular you must have been in high school. So I just oh my popular <laughs> right. That's totally what I'm thinking of right now. Oh, for how long you're I mean, totally I wasn't wicked like popular or anything like that. I mean, <laughs> I just was, knew everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Definition right there. She was everyone's favorite funny yeah. girl. But today, <laughs> thankfully, we've got someone to tone us down. We got a guest. The owner of Double Shovel, Jack Lau, will be on today with his new business. What's the name of it, Zanita? It is Local Greens Alaska. Woo! So he's growing some lovely vegetables hydroponically, and he'll be in here to tell us all about his health journey and how he's growing those vegetables and what you can do to get involved with getting more veggies on your plate and getting more love in your community. Mm -hmm. And we will be right back, guys. Hi, this is Dr. Cameron O'Connell, and I'm giving a quick plug for Snow Pea Number Three, no otherwise known as Owen Mendanis, DDS. If you have teeth, which I think the majority of us do, you have to come see this woman. She has a passion for oral health, sleep, and plant-based diet, which all feeds back into keeping you healthy and happy. She has worked in Nome. She has worked all across Alaska and has set up in Anchorage. We are so happy to have her here. She is a uh, environmentally, functionally, everything you could want e out of a dentist. 
she focuses on treating the root cause of oral disease and her patients love her. So take my word for it. You can find her at www.ladydentistanchorage.com. You better get on her schedule because it's filling up. Hi, guys. Welcome back. But um, we have a guest on today. Yeah, we are so excited to have Jack Lau with us. Jack is the owner of Local Greens Alaska. It is um, a locally a local-based hydroponic farming company providing sustainable produce year-round for the Anchorage community. How's it going, Jack? It's going great. Thanks for having me on. Thanks so much for being here. So I had the pleasure of meeting Jack a couple weeks ago. You guys know that I'm super busy planning VegFest, and I'm really excited that he reached out to us because he's one of the vendors that will be there. Woo! Um, they are doing some amazing things, growing amazingly fresh uh, veggies out of two conexes stacked on top of each other. And I have to admit, very Alaskan. <laughs> <laughs> And Jack, I have sampled your wares, by the way. I know, yeah. Oh, nice, <laughs> In a non-creepy nice. way, I will say that. Um, you, were, you were at the uh, Spinard Farmer's Market, weren't you? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, so I've we, got uh, one of your cards up at my clinic, actually. Sweet. Yeah, um, trying. I'm glad, to, I'm glad to hear that you were out there. <laughs> well, every t chance I get. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we were able to sneak in there in the last few weeks of, uh, or I guess the last month of it being open. That was, it was great. They made room for us. Nice. That's so awesome. So when we met a couple weeks ago, I had the pleasure of getting to chat with you and hearing a bit about your story. And I wanted to um, have you on so that you could share, because I was honestly so inspired um, by the work that you're doing and your creativity. How did Local Greens Alaska come about? Yeah, so it's, it's kind of an interesting story. Um, and I think like everything going on right now, it has a tie to COVID. Um, so basically, uh, you know, we're sitting here during the beginning of COVID and everything's shutting down. And we realized, I mean, I think everyone knows this, but it was kind of an open, eye-opening moment for us is that there's not sustainable food sources here in Alaska. Um, and the, the, the place that we're really hurting is in vegetables and mm -hmm. produce. Yep. Um, Fresh stuff. And, fresh stuff and we have great great the best on earth for three months a year and then we're kind of cut off um and it also kind of was an eye-opening moment for the families and the people that grew up here and never had access to fresh produce in general so luckily before we i'm alaska but alaskan we moved here when i was eight but before we li lived in ventura california and we had access to oh, awesome the good stuff produce. like avocados <laughs> Yeah, yeah, there was an avocado tree in the neighbor's yard, mm. and half of them would fall in our yard. <laughs> it was, it was great. Um, but so when we moved here, my my family, my parents, we made sure that we continued to eat, you know, as as fresh as we could. Um, and even though we have decent options now from you know going to Costco and be able to get some something that you know, as it was alive in the last five months, five weeks. Um, <laughs> it, it's a lot better now than it was then. And, and uh, there's a lot of families that were, that grew up, that are growing up here now that, that still haven't really had fresh produce. Right. Um, so, so we had kind of a mission there was, well, we have an opportunity to make a change. Um, and 
let's let's be part of a solution for sustainability in Alaska and let let let's put our money on the line and and actually take action. So that's when we went and I, I there's a group of us. I'm not the only uh, part of this brain. Um, but we we went together and uh, and bought two of these hydroponic farms. So they're just containers. Uh, like a shipping container they're 40 feet long and then they're stacked they're insulated and they're pretty uh automated that was really important to us because we all have other jobs right so this 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 is something that we wanted to be able to do efficiently and then provide the sustainable produce year-round to to the community um and specifically get it into the the people's homes Mm -hmm. we're we're really not interested in selling it to restaurants where the the clientele doesn't know the difference we want it to end up in people's houses where they change their lifestyle that they're they're showing it to their friends and their friends are now eating healthier their kids grow up with eating healthy produce fresh produce and they continue that that healthy eating um, through their lives. So to basically like impact that the eating lifestyle the, uh, of the community here. That's awesome. That's a fantastic perspective because I get so many people into my office who want to make a change. But the idea of eating a vegetable makes them want to cry because they just weren't raised with vegetables. And so, you know, having a source that comes into the home that kids can eat, because Zanita can attest to kids powering down their greens. (laughs) Um, That's fantastic. But Yeah, I think fresh is different. You know, it's like we're used to buying things that, you know, the story behind most of the lettuce and produce that comes up here is four, five, six weeks old, sat, sat in a CO2 room, sat yeah. on a shipping vessel. Yeah. It's, it has like four days of shelf life and it rots in two days in your fridge. That's a lot different than this fresh stuff that actually has substance, has mm-hmm. a lot of flavor, has much more nutritional value, especially if it doesn't need to be washed like ours. And, and like my kids will eat it out of a bag. It just, I went from them not being able, wanting any greens to eat it straight out of a bag without salad dressing or anything. Wow. That much flavor. That's so impressive. But there is something to be said for um, growing up um, and having like this education behind food and knowing about fresh food, you know, Um, my children as well. I mean, they will, they eat, you know, fresh fruits and veggies because that's all they know. It's what they've been raised on. So very much like what you're talking about, Jack, it's not like a foreign concept to them because it's all around them. That's right. Yeah. They open up the pantry and there's not just a bunch of snicker bars or whatever. (laughs) What? Goldfish. (laughs) (laughs) Really quick. How do you navigate Halloween? Sidebar. (laughs) Oh, so uh, I believe in the switch, Witch. oh, tell me more. So, yeah, uh, the switch, Witch comes that night. So my kids get to pick three pieces of candy and they get to keep those three pieces. (laughs) Yeah. And the the rest of the huge bag, they get to make their own choice. Do they want the rest of the bag of candy, which they can have? Uh Or if they leave the candy out for the switch, Witch, the switch, Witch will leave them a, a toy. Oh, Nikolai so will totally a, take Switch Witch. Mm. <laughs> and they do. And so I have twins. So there's a lot of peer pressure because one of those kids <laughs> is going to for sure choose the toy. And the other one doesn't want to miss out. So I'm kind of lucky right. with the peer pressure part. But if, How old are yeah, your children? Yeah, How old are they? They're, 
they're five. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally <laughs> doing that this year. You know, so <laughs> last year I curated Nikolai's um, Halloween uh, experience and only took him to my friends that gave him all these. <laughs> well, Dr. Bandanas <laughs> gave him hydrated apples. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, uh, no, they were pineapples, peaches, oh, and, and apples. <laughs> and a toothbrush. Oh, of course you did. The dentist over here. I like this switch witch idea, though. <laughs> Maybe we can let yeah. him out there and get wild. Yeah, then they get to participate in, in the, you know, the what everyone else knows is regular Halloween. Right. And then, uh, and then they make their own choices. Exactly. They own, they own the better choice here. I mean, it's a toy. I usually get a cool toy that they can, like, learn from or something. Right. But, I mean, it's a toy. Yeah. Uh, but also, it's not going to be as much of a shock. Like, if I would just isolate them from the candy part, then when, you know, they get a little bigger and they can make their own choices or whatever, um, <laughs> it's not going to be you. as big of a... Right? No, exactly. Or as big of a shock. Right. Like, it's like, oh, this candy, blah, 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 you know? I, I don't want them to Lose like their mind. candy monster. So true. So, oh, I love yeah. that so much. Sorry, you guys. I just, I was curious how he navigated no. that. <laughs> it's part of life in Alaska. Although another part of life in Alaska is, you know, such a cute little costume hidden by a giant coat. <laughs> That's, That's right. so true. <laughs> yeah. So um, something that I didn't mention that you actually own Double Shovel, and that was actually a really interesting story, how you guys came about um, creating Double Shovel And you know what, Sunita? I love that idea, and I love that story, and I want to hear about it. <laughs> but we're going to take a quick break, guys, and we will be right back with the Snow Peas. Wow, wow. Save the date. Anchorage VegFest 2021, hosted by Live Breathe Alaska, will take place on October 23rd from 12 to 4 at the Nave in Spinard. Whether you are vegan, vegetarian, or plant curious, or simply want to find out more about living a healthy, sustainable, plant-based lifestyle, this event is for you. The theme for this year is Alaskan Grown. Find local sources of eco-friendly, cruelty-free products, learn about the science behind the benefits of a plant-based lifestyle, featuring local expert speakers, cooking demos, food vendors, animal rescues, and much more. Check out LBA's Facebook for more info. All right, you guys, and welcome back to the Snowpiece. <laughs> oh my god that face that face. are you sure we're back should we do <laughs> that was a little painful sorry that was <laughs> no but anyways we're excited because we have a guest i know so jack tell us how did double shovel come to be yeah so uh double shovel was really interesting um it, it was kind of by chance and it all has to do with kind of our personal health so our family um has a, a bunch of autoimmune diseases so we, we, we were already brewing beer and kind of screwing around a little bit with like distilling whiskeys and stuff, but just like as a hobby on the side. And I, I don't think we were any good at that stuff, but it was fun. <laughs> uh, Sounds very Alaskan. I'm like, oh yes, absolutely. Yeah. Distilling on the side, keep going. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, so we, when these autoimmune diseases started to pop up, um, we, we, we went ahead and started changing our kind of family diet. So this is the greater family, cousins, uncles, parents, kind of, and, and learning, like, you know, what's in our food, what, what's causing these issues. And we, we kind of all landed in the same spot, and that was trying to eat 
an anti-inflammatory diet. Um, so, it, and it really worked. It worked real well. Well, one of the first things that we realized was, well, the beer and that kind of stuff, it doesn't really fit in the anti-inflammatory <laughs> diet. So we're like, we started learning. It's like, well, what, what does work? Um, we had some connections to wine. So we learned a little bit about that. And we had some connections to cider um, down through what is now Trailbreaker Cider down in Washington. Those guys oh. are Alaskans. Hmm. Um, but it, theirs is, it has a little bit, like more standard cider has a little bit, is sweeter. It's more sugar in it. And um, so we started learning about the history and there's this colonial American style cider that used to exist in the United States around, um, you know, around 1776. And so we, uh, hmm. we learned a lot about how they did that. And then we started experimenting at home and we started making these super dry ciders that basically have nothing left in it. So it's apple juice, you ferment it all out and it's a pure dry cider. And it worked really well in our, to go along with this anti-inflammatory diet. And it was so, I was working up on the slope at the time and we'd come home, my brother as well, who also is part of the trouble. And we'd come home and all of our cider would be gone. All of our friends and family would come and drink it. <laughs> Drink it all. So like, Those well, jerks. Yeah. Like, well, maybe we should, maybe should, we should make a, a little cidery. So we, uh, we kind of got together and did that. And so that's a story of double trouble. So we, the, the, we're gluten free. We like to, to kind of stick with that anti-inflammatory diet. So that it's kind of a healthier option. It is alcohol, right? You know, but it's a healthier jo- option in that space. And we got to learn a lot about like this historical form and bring it back to life. Yeah, and that's really, so there's, interesting. There's not many cideries like this in the nation, um, which is cool. And the, the United States used to be a cider com- country before Prohibition. Um, huh. It was during Prohibition that, that we switched. It was after Prohibition that we switched to more of a beer drinking hmm. um, country. And that was because uh, all these great apple trees that you make cider from aren't um, culinary style apples that you would, you oh. re- there, you wouldn't want to um, munch on one. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So where so, do you get your apples? Uh, so a mix, we get some from the Pacific Northwest and that's because um, that, the apple supply in Alaska is just not there. Right. Uh, but we've also been uh, big proponents and supporters of more apples in Alaska. So we've been a part of, grafting over 1200 trees wow. um, where is it where we, where are your apples so trees. the, the there's three there's three orchards that we like to work with but the biggest one that we help with is in Kasiloff and it's Len Seymour he's a, a newer mm. farmer nice. um, or the, the, his orchard's relatively new and I think half of his trees came from us and so wow. we every he just dropped off the apples a couple of weeks ago, and last right week we on. pressed them. And so we're making some uh, wild fermented Alaska apple cider right now. So when I was there, they they had done the drop off, and I got to taste a few of them. They were yeah. absolutely delicious. The apples, <laughs> the <themselves>? apples, yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. So I was uh-huh. just at Fat Ptarmigan yesterday, and you guys have a relationship with them. They're in there. Yeah, you, yeah. is that? Yeah. Anyway, yeah, so yummy. Anchorage Cider House is the corner there um, of Fat Carmigan. And uh, we, we just wanted to find a way to make our cider more accessible to people. And it's, it's still a newer concept. I mean, 
um, when we opened the cidery in 2016, most people hadn't really had cider or they associated it with sweetness or they're mm -hmm. like, I'm a beer person. And so it's really like trying to get people to, to try it and, you know, be open-minded that, hey, this is another cool option and it actually has some benefits. We're going to um, hype it up. Yep. It, it, <laughs> We're going to be toasted every ne next no <laughs> episode. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I, the, uh, the benefit for me is uh, I, I just, I don't drink a lot, but when I, I like to have a beer or two or a cider or two after hockey when you're dehydrated oh. at the end of the night, which is all the wrong things to do. Right. Well, and you're I talking to the right crowd. Mm-hmm. When I switched from ha having beers to having these cider, super dry ciders, low in sugar, I mean, almost no sugar in most of them, um, and there's nothing else in it, I, I felt a lot better in the morning. Sure. Um, mm, I love the so grapefruit I, one. That's like my fave. It's like, super refreshing. It is so good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had one of those out on that uh, crow. Pro Pass Trail yesterday. Oh, wow. That yeah, was pretty good. Well, you and Owen would be best friends because her <laughs> sons play hockey. She's <laughs> so a hockey mom. She yeah, would I'm happily hockey. join oh, you in yeah. that cider at the end. And yeah. then uh, we have a Crow Creek Pass, don't we? <laughs> yeah, I did. I <laughs> she did. Crow pass. Oh, yeah, she held Crow Pass no, this fun. summer. Yep. That's but I so had cool. no business did you do being a single out. day? I did it in two days, but really it was stupid. I should have done it in one day because I was carrying this stupid pack. And then I was just watching people do it in one day going, what, why am I doing this? So it's just, yeah, no. Yeah, I, th I think it's fun to do it in one day. We'll take your word for it. Zena and I are like, okay, oh, yeah, sounds that's, good. That's not for me. But I know I was really excited for Owen. Yeah. Zanita called the state troopers on me because I was oh a few gosh. hours late. <laughs> nice to have good friends. That's Thank great. you, Jack. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, yeah. see if I care about your little butt next time you're out there. Yeah. But you have to know her to know why I called. <laughs> the state yeah. troopers. Yeah. Um, so anyways, you guys... Um, I, well, I, I don't want to speak for Jack, but if you guys do ever get the opportunity to go down there and check out Alaska Greens, you have to. Um, the greens that they're growing, also too, because there's no water, like they're so crispy, they're gigantic. So what, can you tell me something about like soil versus hydroponic and the nutrition there? Because in my mind, I'm like, oh, it needs to be grown in the soil. So what can you, can you speak to that? Um, you know, you know, I'm newer to farming, so I'm, I'm just going to put my humility yeah. on for a minute. I've, so this is like, we're getting at earlier, um, when, when we saw an issue and we acted, we, we definitely weren't like the green thumb people. So right. I'm, <laughs> I'm learning that I'm trying to get people surround us and get more of the kind of green thumb, passionate people mm -hmm. in the farm. Mm -hmm. Um, what I've, what I've read, uh, is is very is varied. That would be the best way right. to put it. But what I can tell is the nutritional benefit is the same from the type of um, ingredient uh, nutrients we're using as soil. Mm -hmm. I would say that you know soil is probably a little bit more natural. Um, but if you're adding fertilizer and all these other right. things to the soil, then you suddenly change things. And right. I, so we are using you know, nutrients. And they can't be organic nutrients because it's not soil. So, so they call it natural, not organic in mm -hmm. the hydroponic farms. But all of the nutrients we are using are natural, natural. Yeah. 
Jack, another quick question. Sorry to run over you, Owen, but is there a subscription service that goes along with this? Can you get it? Okay. So that, so we have two options. We didn't want it. Like we were talking about earlier, we didn't want to go to wholesale or anything like that because we want to make a change in the community and be part of that healthy lifestyle change. So we, the idea is to get it into people's homes. We felt like the best way to do that is a subscription service. So we offer weekly, bi-weekly, or slope worker, rotational worker um, oh, nice. subscription plans. Okay. So, um, and then we, we were trying, the first few months we're trying to figure out, you know, what's the easiest way, what's the best way to do this? And that's Brooks Ranger, sorry. No, um, that's great. <laughs> and we, we found that it's, let's make, let's, let's get rid of all the rules and make it as easy as possible. So yeah. basically what we do is people sign up um, on our website, Local Greens Alaska. They go to the little um, subscriptions. They can pick family plan, which would be four bags, uh, a couple plan, which is three bags, or um, an in- individual plan, which would be two bags. And they can pick whatever's in the fridge. So they can pick if the, we always have kale, we always have lettuce mix, six to eight different varieties of lettuce, and we always have spicy green mix. And then we'll we'll have other things like basil. Today we have Swiss, rainbow Swiss chard, um, mustard greens, mm. arugula, and so they can pick whatever they want that week. And then so they can pick either their subscription to be weekly, biweekly, or this slope style. And then they just add it to the cart, which is the part where most people mess up. They forget to add <laughs> it to the cart online, and then and then pay for it. There's like this weird spot where it's like if you have Apple Pay or Google Pay that it comes up to pay before you add it to the cart. Oh, weird. And so. But we also, like like I said, we're trying to make it as easy as possible mm-hmm. so people can come anytime Double Shovel's open. They can come grab their bags. If they miss a week, they can come grab double the next week. If they know they're going to be gone, they can grab them two weeks before that or whatever. Um, it's kind of just an honor system. Okay. And they just grab them from the fridge and go. And so it, just huh. try to make it really easy, stop by whenever to get them. Um, and then we're creating our we right now we're using a square website we're creating our own website all based on feedback from customers to make sure it's just as user friendly as possible if they want to pause it mm-hmm. or add an extra bag for a week just make it really clean and easy for them mm-hmm. and so that'll be implemented in the next couple months so where are you located where's double shovel double shovel is between c street and arctic on 58 mm-hmm. so it's uh, 502 west 58 It'd be one street south of Potter. Hmm. Um, yeah. So if you haven't been in, we have you know we have ten different ciders on on tap, and then we have all the all the greens. Um, I think the other important message, and Zenita brought this up to me, and I thought it was really important, is that you know these type of projects that are good for the community and the community wants, the community needs to be supporting. One hundred percent. Yeah. If if we want stuff like this, we need to be part. Right. We need everyone to feel like they're part of it and get down here and be part of it with us. Um, otherwise, they'll just we won't have more op- opportunities like this. Mm-hmm. Right. I think it's really it's interesting, but I I don't think that people really equate that. But it's like you know even like when it comes to like vegan you know spots right. or whatever. Um, I hear people like complaining about them more, but it's like you have to support them and, you know, kind of invest yourself and, you know, in 
their endeavors, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So that these places stay around. Because if we don't invest in them, I mean, who will? They're all babies. Got to go through some growing pains. Exactly. Right? Exactly. So um, what what kind of uh, greens are you growing over there, Jack? So right now we have uh, eight different varieties of lettuce going. So we have green crisp, red crisp. We have a butter lettuce. Um, we have a couple new styles of, of romaine that we hadn't grown before. Um, and then we also have uh, red fire. Um, what else? Oh, red and green oak leaf. What was the one green that I tried that had like that wasabi taste to it? Is that the red fire? (laughs) It sounds like no, no, that one's not. That one just has a nice. That's a lettuce with a with a real nice red color in it. Um, So the two spicy greens we make are uh, or we grow are mustard Mm -hmm. and and arugula. Okay. So we you do like a wasabi arugula. So good. And then the mustard greens and they both have. Um, very hot, spicy flavor. So those are mixed in with the the lettuces in our spicy mix. And that one you can just eat right out of the bag. You don't mm-hmm. you don't need salad, right? So much flavor. Awesome. Yeah, I'm good. super excited because I had this like fantasy I was going to grow things and then I never do it. So <laughs> yeah. You can do it instead. We'll support you. It sounds like a great, great okay. trade off. This is definitely the way, especially for Alaskans, you know, um, gro- being able to grow year round is really incredible. And Jack was sharing with me that he has the ability to grow all sorts of different things like carrots and radishes. But again, you have to have that demand. So right. um, that's right. I'll so be, one of oh, go ahead. <laughs> one, one, right now, right now we're we're growing the let, the lettuce in a way that's like four or five weeks. The heads get big um, and take up a lot of space on the panel. But there's this intercropping that is like the next level of proficiency. And so once our subscriptions and stuff get to a certain amount where we can spend time instead of as soon as the business is doing well. I'll put it that way, <laughs> enough to be a handle, we can start this intercropping. And the intercropping is super cool because we can grow radishes and carrots and other types of herbs in mm. between the lettuces and harv them, harvest them earlier. So harvest them at like two weeks in the panel. And then that way, when the lettuce is small, you're using the space well. But then when the le- lettuce is big, those other radishes have come out and it allows space for those big lettuce heads to grow. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense. Totally. Well, Jack, we've we've hit our end of our show, but we absolutely loved having you on. That was so awesome to hear about. And we're all really excited for VegFest, and we're going to be able to see you there. Right? Oh, I know. You guys yeah. come to yeah. VegFest to talk yep. to Jack and so, to get your subscription. I'm, super, I'm picking I'm, up mine today. Oh, yeah. yeah awesome. I'm actually... I'm actually really pumped because I don't want to grow my own stuff. <laughs> you just spoke to the soul no, of I, a young at heart dentist. Well, my 15-year-old is like, I make him a salad every day, and he asks for one almost every day. So it's there we go. Get it, yeah. Yep. All right, Jack. Thank you so much for being on thank here. You, Jack. Excited to see you. Thanks and for having me. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for tuning in. And in classic peace style, peace out.